You're listening to the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Spotlight on eWomen, the place for everything eWomen Network. Entrepreneur, enterprising, enlightening, and exciting. Please welcome your eWoman host, Phyllis Smith. Hi, and welcome to Spotlight on eWomen Network. I'm Phyllis Smith. So today's guest is a publicity guru. Um, she's wrote and co-wrote uh, several best-selling books on the topic, um, including her latest, uh, Profit of Kindness. And that's something that we know uh, is greatly needed in this polarizing time that we live in today. Um, but before creating a successful business, uh, this person had a, an accident, a tragic accident that put her in a wheelchair, um, a year of rehab, and that whole incident really changed the way she looked at publicity and the messaging around it. So we're going to learn all about that, um, and we're also going to get some tips on how to create a great message as well. So please welcome my guest today, Jill Lublin. Thank you, Phyllis. I'm always delighted to be here with you and eWomen. Yeah, well, you have been a big fan and member of eWomen for like 100 years, at least from almost <laughs> the beginning. We've been around for 18. You're probably, how long have you been a member of eWomen? I think actually we are at 16 or 17. Oh my gosh. So really from the very beginning. Yes, yes. It's a delight and honor to be part of this from the beginning and watch the wonderful evolution. Mm, and you've, you've been a, a great, a wonderful part of it, spoken at our conference and you've, you offer so much um, to our members as well. So glad to have you. So first of all, um, you've been in the publicity business for uh, how long at this point? Uh, about 24 years. 24 years. Okay. So initially, what was your approach to publicity? You know, I always, I've always been a, in a, a big fan of the message, and we can talk about that in a bit. Um, you know, I think I was sort of the normal publicity agency. Um, I actually owned a publicity agency, and it was kind of a boutique agency, and I always believed in giving people a lot of value and uh, really working with the media. But, you know, it was really more traditional, more um, do it in a certain way. Uh, and I think, you know, that was all good for a while. And, uh, you know, I kind of st followed standard, standard protocol, I'll call it, and did what everybody else did, which is a certain amount of time for each client and dedicating uh, focused time to talk to media. So it was pretty, you know, normal, shall I say, publicity. And, and I loved it. And I had people working with me and all that good stuff. So yeah, that's, that was going on that. I own that PR agency for about seven years. So something changed for you. You were in an accident, put you in a wheelchair for five months, a year of rehab. So tell us about the accident first. What was, what happened? And then how did that shift your thinking around publicity and messaging? Well, an interesting, Phyllis, maybe uh, what you may or may not know, I know, you know, Kim and Sandra know this, but uh, it was related to an eWomen network speaking. Uh, and I was in, where was it, Nanaimo, Canada, speaking for uh, eWomen Victoria and Vancouver. And I was getting on the shuttle to the ferry and actually literally fell over a rain grate and fractured both ankles at once in multiple places. Can you believe it? Ow, 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 ow. Oof. Yeah, 
Yeah, it really hurt. And it was amazing uh, in terms of how it changed my life. And I must say, the e-woman managing director in Vancouver thought she was picking me up to go for a drink and do a pre-meeting debrief and hang out a little bit. Well, it wasn't that. And actually, she was fabulous and took care of me and took me to the hospital and um, made sure that I was as comfortable as I could be considering the circumstances uh, and was really amazing. And actually, the e-woman community in Vancouver, where I was stuck for days because United Airlines wouldn't let me on the plane due to the nature of my condition, uh, really took, came and took care of me, really rallied. And it was quite something. And that's, that's why I've always been such a major fan of E-Woman Network, too. I just want to say that because of the community and the, uh, the, the friendship and the, you know, when business is business. But I'll tell you, when you're dealing with things like this and you've got people from E-Woman Network taking in the hospital, willing you around and bringing you meals, there's nothing like it. So I was really, really grateful for that. And for the Women of E-Women Network it's throughout uh, Vancouver in that, in that instance. But I've always found E-Women like that. So I just, I need to say that right up front. Because it really was a moment where, funny enough, I, I was there on behalf of E-Women. And, and that's, I just thought that was really interesting. Yeah. So when that happened to you, and you're right, I just want to say too, to confirm, it is the community of e-women and people do rally and, and it, there is a support and a, a caring and that, that whole concept of uh, give first, share always and lift as we climb, that, that's, uh, that really does hold true with those leaders, uh, the managing directors out there and of course at the very core of the, of the company. And I am, I've said this before, if I wasn't a member, if I didn't work for eWomen Network, I'd be a member. So how many, how many people can say that, right? So, um, but tell me now, uh, tell us, so when that happened to you, Something shifted for you and and in terms of your approach to publicity messaging, tell us what that was and why well you know I, one thing when you become uh, well for me, it was really incapacitated and understand I was a speaker and traveling around and a best selling author at that point and doing all that I did in the area of publicity, so really, what shifted for me. Um, was using the power of publicity for much more positive impact. That was one big thing. I started my own TV show at the time called Messages of Hope. Um, that was really wonderful. I, I just really started realizing how much I was such a, well, lone ranger. Uh, you know, I had to do everything somewhat superwoman-like, and uh, I'm sure a few of you can relate to that listening. And I just realized I could not do it alone. Um, and I think that was for me so much more relying on my e-woman sister friends, for example, asking for much more help. I mean, when you're in a wheelchair and you literally can do nothing, um, you have to ask for a lot of help. And so learning for me how to ask for help was a huge thing. Well, guess what? In the area of publicity, how I was able to shift that, um, was realize that in the messaging, it had to appeal to people's uh, not sense of commercialism, but sense of humanism. And, and I had to get to people's hearts, spirits and souls. How could we do that in a message? And that became more for me uh, a focus and, and really made a difference in how I approached media. 
And I think, I think that made a huge difference in my business, in the people that I drew in as, as clients and customers. I mean, I've always had this sort of straight ahead business and, and really a nice mix uh, of all kinds of, um, all kinds of clients, actually. And I've loved that. Um, and I've always loved the diversity. So what I noticed was the, the message shifted and how I worked with people shifted. And frankly, who I draw in as clients and customers shifted. I would say that's a pretty big shift. <laughs> that's, a, that's a huge shift. I, I guess what I'm wondering is being incapacitated, relying on other people, was it just a humbling experience and you, you were so moved and touched by it? I don't want to put words in your mouth, but that's where you felt, you know what, that's, that matters. And you've written a book even, uh, a compilation book called Messages That Matter. Um, is did the book kind of come from that? It, it, and it's uh, messages that matter. Uh, top experts share secrets of hope and healing. Did that evolve from your experience? Yes, that absolutely did. Um, my TV show, Messages of Hope, evolved from that experience. My newest book, Prophet of Kindness, actually evolved from that experience. So my answer is all of it, you know, really to me is uh, what shifted was how I looked at life. Um, you know, having to really rely on people and realize what that's like. And frankly, stop being such a superwoman, you know, that I've gotten much more, uh, shall we say, stricter about my self-care um, and not always pushing through everything. I just realize I can't sometimes. And that that's okay too. Um, and I think that in life, you know, sometimes, I, especially in our Western culture, to be honest. I think we push, push, push. And um, as women, I don't know that we're wired to push, push, push. I think we need to allow, allow, allow more and that we need to receive and also to do our business through a more feminine way. Um, and, you know, listen, I am a driven woman and just as ambitious as, as a lot. And frankly, a lot of my career has been built that way. And I am grateful for that drive in me. Um, and that drive gets me through a lot of days when sometimes things are a little rougher. However, um, I also know that, that we need to make time for us, for our care, um, for other things, obviously, besides business, making sure that there's fun and balance and whatever else, you know, floats your boat in there. So I think for me, that actually started moving to the forefront. You know, where is my balance? Where is my, and by the way, I don't think that balance is always necessary. I really don't. Sometimes we just got to go, go, go and be in a state of concentration. Like when I'm launching a new book, it's a total state of concentration. Um, and that's great, you know, in a total state of focus. And then sometimes, you know, you have to plan to just be. And sometimes yeah. that takes planning. So one of the things I find so interesting about your approach to publicity, Jill, is that networking plays a part in that. In fact, you've written a couple of books on it. Uh, networking Magic, for example. Uh, it's called Networking Magic, How to Find Connections That Transform Your Life. Uh, you also wrote uh, Get Noticed, Get Referrals. So tell us how networking uh, plays into the publicity equation. So, you know, one day I looked at all my books on publicity, on networking, and on referrals, and I realized how important influence is. 
and actually became a radical influence expert and shifted my branding because frankly, if you don't network, how can people know who you are? Networking is so key. That's why I've always loved eWomen Network because it provides an actual networking opportunity most of the time in person, uh, as well as online, to to really get to know people. And I think there's nothing that takes the place. As much as I love, you know, being being on social media, and I think it's really key, and I think that is networking, I also think that you've got to be out in your community. You've got to get to know people nationally and internationally if you can. So to me, that face-to-face, being able to say what you do, solve people's problems, be in front of them makes a huge difference. I totally agree, of course, as eWomen Network, as you uh, you know, mentioned, you know, that's, that's how we started. Sandra Yancey started this to help women entrepreneurs network with each other and in a more serious way, you know, not just talking about how are we, you know, let's go meet and have some dinner and, you know, which is okay too. But it's about really, it was about networking uh, and helping to grow uh, your business. Um, and she wanted serious women and that's how it was born. Um, so networking, yes, is is crucial. Um, when you when you talk about influence, what does that mean exactly? So, what is influence? Influence is having some kind of opportunity and ability to impact a person's opinion. I mean, that's how I see it. I'm sure there's an official dictionary uh, dictionary definition, but really, to me, influence is about having people follow you, having people do what you ask them to do. And so that can include asking, for instance, when Prophet of Kindness, my newest book came out, it was asking people if they would help spread the word. And because I have influence in some tribe and people who follow me, guess what? They would say yes. They would be willing. Um, So influence means when you ask someone, will they say yes? And and that, of course, is what, what we want. And influence is also based in your actions, right? Leaders have influence, but that can be good or bad. So we always, I mean, in my opinion, want to have positive influence. And you've got to watch what is your influence. That's important. That's part of that publicity and perception. Right. And how, how does one gain influence? How does one become the person that others want to listen to or follow on social media? Like, how do you become that person? It's not, I imagine it's not an overnight thing. You know, I wish I could say success is overnight. I actually started my career in the music business. And one thing we used to have a joke in the music business about success, and that is, um, you know, overnight success took 20 years. So it doesn't have to always take 20 years, but, you know, frankly, it could take at least 10. And I think that people need to have an understanding of that, that you need to build a career. You need to have some patience through that. Um, You need to understand that, that it is a bit of a step up, step up, step up, take a step, take another step. Um, and that occasionally careers skyrocket and escalate quickly, um, particularly when publicity is involved. But I will tell you what I've noticed with most people I worked with, including my own career and most people I know, it does take time and building. So number one, patience. And, and I think that's key. And to, to keep taking steps. So publicity obviously works. And then do publicity for the next step of evolution where you are. 
um, keep taking steps. So that's really key. Keep putting publicity in place so that every place that you are at a new uh, mountain plateau, you've got a new publicity campaign. You've got a new way that you're looking at things. Um, build your network, really important. Make sure that you're giving a lot to as many people as you can so that, frankly, not only do you feel good and propel that, right? But what's wonderful is when, you know, turn when turnaround is fair play and you need something, you can turn around to the people who you've helped and ask. And I remember when Guerrilla Publicity came out, my first book, I had been really active in another organization. And one gentleman I actually went to and said, hey, can you help me? I knew he had 100,000 people on his database, which is amazing. He said, you know, Jill, you've been helping me so long. And what I'd like to do is really absolutely support you. And my answer is yes. Okay, great. Now, I never helped him because of any of that. But because in that moment, I just needed support. There he was. So that's so, so it seems to me that's where the inf, that's where the networking ties in to becoming an influencer. You create the relationships that are solid and supportive and giving in nature so that when it comes time to need help to get the support others will want to give back. Am I correct? Am I on, on target with that? That's perfect. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, truthfully, there are, I'm sure there are many people I've helped and, you know, it was a moment and, and we're all grateful and life goes on, right? So I, I never give because, oh gosh, maybe it will come back. But I will tell you from a professional standpoint, um, now I just will share that I have what I call a give back strategy. And I think everybody should have a give back strategy. So for instance, every single month I teach a live publicity course. I donate a seat in my publicity course to a nonprofit mm -hmm. in every city I go to, by the way. And sometimes I have to find that nonprofit. Sometimes it takes me hours of staff time, which by the way, costs money to find a nonprofit to give to. And I do that consecutive, consistently and always. That's one of my give back strategies. It's just in, in place now. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's a good way when you, when you come from a place of giving, that's where things happen for you. I mean, it just does. And giving actually is one of the, one of the um, foundations and one of the or pillars for happiness. So, you know, at the end of the day, it, it's all, it's all good. It'll all work out, whether it's for your business or just creating overall happiness for yourself. So, um, uh, you know, I love that. So, Hey, we have to take a short break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to learn a little more about why you chose to write a book about kindness uh, and also how to create a great message. Um, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. Calling all speakers. eWomen Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help one million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Welcome back to Spotlight on eWomen. Here's your host, Phyllis Smith. 
And welcome back to Spotlight on eWomen Network. I'm Phyllis Smith. I've been speaking with Jill Lublin. She is a publicity guru. And uh, what I love about Jill and what she's been talking about is really coming from a place of giving where publicity stems from and becoming an influencer that pub- it, becoming an influencer is so important to your publicity, but to do that, it's about networking. It's about creating that belly-to-belly relationship, uh, creating, giving, providing support to others so that they will come to you and you become somebody important to them that they want to help. When you create a new product or you have a new program, you will get people to help you. You become an influencer in that way. And I, I love, I just think that approach is, uh, is, is wonderful and, um, and so important and leads me to I really want to now talk about your latest book. Uh, it's called The Prophet of Kindness, How to Influence Others, Establish Trust, and Build um, Lasting Business Relationships, which I think in a way we've been alluding to and what I kind of alluded to just now. Um, what compelled you to write that book, take that position? Well, you know, it's interesting. I actually thought Guerrilla publicity. We actually did a second edition. I thought, all right, that's good. I'm complete on the books. I got three. And then one day my friend says to me, she's 84. She just turned 84. And, you know, she's been dealing with aging issues and I've been friends with her for over 20 years and I have helped her with multiple things that she needs, uh, doctor's appointments. And then I do fun things like take her to lunch and outings. And she looked over at me and she said, you know, you're so kind. And I really wish people would be more kind. Wouldn't it be nice, she said, if we have a new currency, the currency of kindness? And I went, oh my gosh. You know, when someone says something to you, that phrase just stuck in my mind, the currency of kindness. It's actually one of the first chapters in The Prophet of Kindness. And so there I went. I thought, you know, this is what we need now. And it just really inspired me to write a book on kindness. And and talk about it in regard to business um, and not just, you know, uh, kind of like a Dalai Lama thing whose religion is kindness, but really how can we use it in business? And, and that was really motivating to me. So I am very grateful to her and my publisher, or actually a different publisher, a, a business publisher, Career Press, said, yes, we're interested. And away we went. And that book actually came out in nine months, fastest book that ever got published with a major publisher. I was very quite surprised by that because, you know, it's, it's funny, Phyllis, for years, I've actually been helping people get book deals and this was really fast. So I was very, very grateful for that and so excited it happened so quickly. Let me ask you this. Um, so it's interesting that it's the profit of kindness some people might think that's counterintuitive. What's your argument to that? I know. And you know, what's interesting is my publisher changed the title and I argued with them a little bit and here was what they said. And, and that it, it is counterintuitive. It makes people stop and look again. Um, and one thing that I continually make the argument in profit of kindness is that companies that are more kind are more profitable. It just is consistent in every research we did um, and everywhere we looked. And everyone we interviewed was not only uh, happier, more profitable, happier teams, all that good stuff. So guess what? It worked all the way around. And 
And, you know, it's interesting. I think it's just the juxtaposition of the words that makes people stop. So I, I really, um, I went with them on it because I think it's that kind of, it makes you stop and look and think, and that's a good thing. And to me, anything that makes somebody stop and look at a book and actually get their attention on it is good enough, right? Because that's the first big thing is you've got to get people looking at your book and then, of course, buying it. Right. And that's- if they look at it, they're, they're bound to buy it. Yeah. And that's, that's around the message. So the title is a message and then messaging around that and how you um, um, publicize it. Now, I, d- I do want to, you to clear up one, one point of, uh, that might confuse people. The difference between marketing and publicity so if you could just lay that out for us, and then I want you to explain, we'll go into what is a great message and what is, what's the key. You've kind of alluded to it already with the title of your book, but what is the key to creating a great message? So first and foremost, what is the difference? Clear it up right here, right now, the difference between marketing and publicity. Yeah, and I'm so glad you asked because people always um, are confused about this. So think about marketing like a tree right? And the tree is this big tree that's called marketing. Then there are branches of the tree. One branch is publicity. And it's an important branch. It's a branch that helps, helps you get clients and prospects and visibility and credibility and trust in the marketplace. Publicity is key and a very important branch. But I, I want you to just think of it like that. Marketing is the big mama. And then there's all the branches that come off of that. Everything from publicity to direct marketing, all, all that kind of good stuff comes off of it from there. And publicity, is it more centered around uh, media attention? Tends to be. I have a bigger definition of publicity. So my answer is yes. It's, it's everything you think of that's media, TV, radio, podcasts like we're doing now, um, blogs. All of that is absolutely media. Your social media is also media. And, um, you know, your message is key. Here's my definition, though, and that is publicity happens from the minute you walk out your door. And so if you can think of it like that, that'll be helpful in everything you do regarding your own publicity. So let's now go into, and we're kind of running out of time, so I would love to go into more depth, and uh, you'll be, you can reach out to Jill. Uh, we'll tell you in a moment how to reach out to her if you want to talk further about your own business, your own publicity. Um, uh, but I do want to ask you about creating a great message. What is the number one thing to creating a great message? Um, first of all, the biggest thing is solving other people's problems. So what I want to say is get off the you message. Well, let's shift that. Get off the I message and go to the you message and, and focus on the people out there that you serve and talk to their problem. Define the problem out there in relation to what other people are going through and then go after solving that problem. But when you're talking to media, remember that what the media cares about is what the problem is out in the marketplace. So when Profit of Kindness came out, the reason why I've been on Fox News and Inc. Magazine and Forbes Magazine and all kinds of fabulous radio shows is because what I focused on is what I call the divided states of America. 
And that was where kindness was lacking. So if you notice, it wasn't really about the issues of even kindness in business. What I focused on was the environment in the United States of America and what's been created in terms of unkindness. So uh, sometimes you just gotta, you gotta focus on what's key and what's going on out there in the marketplace, not what you wanna focus on. So that's a real, really important point to remember that it's not always about what your business does and every little element of what you do or consult about or speak about or write about or anything that's up for you. The question is what's going on in the marketplace where your message is relevant. And that, my friends, will get you the kind of publicity that you want, that you deserve, and that will grow your business. That is the key. And having been someone who was in the news business for many years as a journalist, I was also on the receiving end often as an assignment editor or reporter, getting those requests to be interviewed or be on the air or, you know, or, uh, you know, it was always about what is relevant. And so that's, that's the thing. What you just said is the absolute key. So by you creating and writing this book, that is the opposite of what's going on in our, in our world today. Um, I think it, it probably, it, it just hit home uh, in to, okay, everybody, it's, it's like hit that point where people may be getting really tired of it. Um, and so you just, you hit a chord and I, and don't you think with a great message and you even said it to earlier is, is where can you touch on those heartstrings by, and, and it seems to me that that is, is, is the key. So you solve a problem is one way, but also the heartstrings. And one time I interviewed you in the past and there was a man that was your client. And when the Sandy Hook shooting happened, you said that he had lost a child, I believe. And then you then started helping him and pitching him as sort of an expert as of someone who lost a child. Am I correct? And then yes. that helped get him. He became relevant and then became known at that point. Is that Am I, am I, is that correct? And, and tell me how that played out for him in his business. Yes, that absolutely happened. And what happened is because he got known, not exactly in the way that maybe he came to me to think about. And one of the things I'm always big on, I call it use everything you've got. In his case, because he had dealt with loss uh, of his own child, not in the Sandy Hook shooting, but then that happened. So then we frankly, used his own story to help others in that terrible situation at the time. That then drew people into his business, activated his consulting, increased his numbers of clients he was serving, got him a book deal, I might add. Uh, there were many, many things that happened as a direct result of that power of that publicity. And publicity will drive that for you consistently, most importantly, getting your name recognized and that I like to call the I've heard of her somewhere syndrome. That's the power of publicity. It can happen in your own backyard with uh, lovely small newspapers and your local radio stations. All of that is important. I'll tell you, there's a woman um, recently, she's a mindset and coaching expert, particularly in the area of wealth mastery. She's got a self-published book out. 
And, uh, and I had her very specifically working on a New Year's story to how to shift your mindset for 2018 and gave her the particular script to call in. And now she's on, you know, Good Morning Utah, right? Because of a particular focus on New Year's stories. Mm. Do you think that's going to grow her consulting business? Of course, people will buy her book naturally. And now she's got a four and a half minute piece on a CBS affiliate that she could use to leverage into other national publicity and that she can frankly use forever. And that, that is very powerful. Very powerful. Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, I just, it's, there's, there's, we could go on and on and on. Um, but I, uh, and how can people reach out to you? Um, and, uh, and how can they buy your, your, your latest book? There's plenty, you can, you know, go to Amazon. Um, but in particular, uh, this book on the, the, um, profit of kindness and how can people reach out to you if they would like some help with publicity? Oh, thank you. Um, so also, by the way, just so you know, I can help you with books, getting books published and getting foreign rights deals, all kinds of fun things. So let me know if you need any of that kind of help too. Um, for Profit of Kindness, go to ProfitofKindness.com. Uh, that's a great place to look at everything needed for that. And for anything uh, that relates to support I can give you, jilllublin.com is a great place to go. Lots of L's in there. I know, I think Phyllis, you'll be doing some notes on there. And, you know, I also, you can call my office if I can. May I give the phone number? Mm -hmm. Uh, Sure. Just even call us at 415-883-5455. If that's easier for you, pick up the phone, give me a call or go through our website, jilllublin.com. And uh, we can help you any way we can in the area of publicity, book publishing, and getting your name out there. Very good. Thank you so much, Jill. We appreciate you here at E-Women Network. We also just appreciate all that you've done and just the whole concept of, you know, the power uh, the power of kindness, the profit and power of kindness. And we appreciate that you're taking, that you, you've, you've seen that and um, you're capitalizing on kindness and that not, you know, folks you know, no, no guilt here. You know, we want, we want to create a world that is filled with kindness. We needs to start with each one of us. And so you've started it in this way, Jill, and we just so appreciate you. Thank you so much for being here today. Um, and, um, we just, we just so appreciate you. Thank you, Phyllis. Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's Virtual Office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's Virtual Office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's Virtual Office is the go-to transcription service for EWN Podcast Network. You're listening to the EWN Podcast Network.